Listener Production. Wall Street continues to celebrate the Fed's decision to leave rates on hold. And according to the futures market, Australia expected to get off to another strong day of gains, third straight day of gains for the Australian share market. I'm Tom. I'm Craig. It's Friday, the 3rd of November. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Craig, I think often the days after an important event, like the US Federal Reserve's Mm. decision, are valuable because they reveal the market's psychology. So uh, just to reflect on where we are with a little under an hour remaining in the US session, the Dow Jones is up 1.5%, the S&P 500 up 1.8%, and the NASDAQ up 1.7%. Are you surprised by the extent of the rally for stocks? In, in particular, because we've got the non-farm payrolls, the, the major piece of economic data that generally happens you know, every month, um, and the, the, they're rallying ahead of those figures. Yes, they are indeed. And so that is an important hurdle yet to, to cross. But I suppose uh, the in the bigger picture, the way that the Fed's decision and indeed the words of the uh, chairman yesterday, uh, Jay Powell, were interpreted, I was... I'll be frank, I'm a little bit surprised as the dovish interpretation that has taken hold, uh, particularly where government bonds are concerned in the US. So we have seen quite a sizable rally over the course of the last couple of days where US government bonds or treasuries are concerned. So a 10-year treasury note this session down by 12 basis points in yield terms, taking it to 4.68%. So well south of that 5% boundary that is so important when it comes to to rates and what that signals, particularly to to stock market investors. So those things have all combined quite nicely to uh, create a groundswell of optimism where stocks are concerned. Yes, I was uh, sitting there on the couch last night with YouTube and uh, Jay Powell, you know, sort of his dulcet tone. So I was going through his question and answer afterwards. And uh, uh, yes, I am surprised as yourself, you know, sort of, um, I thought he basically indicated we're going to continue to do what it takes to get inflation down. And that job is by no means over. The markets uh, seem to have taken the, the, the view that um, we're finished with the, the tightening. Now let's focus on the rate cuts. Indeed. As interesting as anything in that exchange, Craig, is the fact that you uh, have turned your back on free-to-air television and you're getting your content via YouTube, you millennial you. So uh, in terms of uh, that very point that you have made, I suppose we have seen a very aggressive marking down of the markets uh, where stocks are concerned over the course of the Mm. last couple of months. So it's just a question of the legs that are contained in this recovery. And as uh, to your point before, that will turn around those labor market figures that we see tonight with the non-farm payrolls figures. But the first week of every new month is defined by data on employment. And the latest contribution to that last night included the number of people claiming unemployment benefits. So, Craig, this measure was at its highest level in almost two months. But the point is that these figures have actually been at a low ebb, so fewer people claiming unemployment benefits, and they've been at a range at the low end of of recent history. Yeah, I mean, I suppose if we're talking about 217,000 jobless claims, it's still historically a very low low figure, and it indicates the the tight job market. So jobless claims up 5,000 last night to 217,000, and according to Challenger, there were fewer job cuts, uh, down from 47,457 to 36,000. 836. Now, they were expecting 69,000 in terms of job cuts in the challenge.
challenger series. So it does indicate the degree of strength that we're seeing in terms of the job market. A non-farm productivity, 4.7% annual rate yep. above the expectations and unit labour costs down by 0.8%. And that's the, the Goldilocks situation that you want. You want productivity to be rising and unit labour costs to be falling. Let's quickly focus on Europe, Craig, because that was an important session. The Bank of England, as expected, leaving rates on hold. Was there anything that you extracted from the conversation there? Yeah, no surprises from, from the, the Bank of England. All central banks are basically moving to, to the sidelines. We saw that with the US Federal Reserve. We've seen that with the Bank of England. We've seen that with our own reserve bank as well. So 15-year high for the bank rate in uh, the UK, 5.25%. Uh, Federal Reserve's at 5.25%. We're a little bit lower than that, you know, so at 4.1%. So, uh, conspicuously uh, lower, conspicuously I would say. Conspicuously lower. <laughs> but uh, in terms of the performance of European markets, we had the UK index up 1.4%. The French market up 1.8. The German DAX was up by 1.5%, and the Stock 600 index was up by 1.6%. Again, another very, very busy session as far as earnings numbers were concerned. So, we are very familiar, obviously, with an organization called CSL because of their blood products. There is um, an analog uh, to that. Uh, in Europe called Griffols, and they did very well with uh, a with their earnings. They upgraded their guidance. Guidance. It's a Spanish organisation, and it played a, a big part in the Spanish market doing better last night. With Griffols shares up by twelve percent. Siemens Energy is worth calling out because we've seen that stock. Uh, fall to a record low in the last week. A lot of concern about its financial standing. And there has been discussion in recent days that perhaps uh, the German government might be ready with a bailout and things of that nature. Uh, Last night, the prospect of asset sales was raised. So we've seen the shares improved by about 6%, but worth pointing out, in recent months, that organization has lost three quarters of its value. Novo Nordisk is an organization that is on the tip of uh, everyone's tongue for a variety of reasons, particularly if uh, you're trying to take some shortcuts and uh, dropping some condition. But Ozempic and Wagovi all of a sudden are in the lexicon of uh, everyone's vocabulary. Uh, Craig, the uh, organization has said that the lack of approvals in various jurisdictions is holding it back. Yes, but the uh, company itself, Novo Nordisk, uh, rose in European trade after it reported record profits and sales for, for the third quarter. As you say, yesterday, we go be the weight loss drug will continue to be restricted and uh, very much in demand at the moment. So uh, elsewhere, as far as European markets are concerned, a theme that was borne out uh, because of the drop in long term rates that we've seen more broadly is that property related stocks did quite well. Mm. Uh, luxury goods did quite well. So within that, we had Unibail Rudamco up by 8%. Porsche was up by 5%, having hit a 12-month low last week. Lufthansa, Craig, geez, they had some good earnings last night. Uh, they've reported uh, a record summer. Their revenue eight, up 8% in the last quarter. So compared to the same time last year, uh, they had 5 million extra passengers uh, filing into their airline. So that all contributed to a 7% increase in Lufthansa's shares. Australian share market to today uh, will get a positive lead-in from the, the commodities uh, markets. The gold price up $6 an ounce, $1,993.50 an ounce. The oil price up by 2.5% overnight. The, the NYMEX price, $82.46. So that's going to help the energy sector of our market. And the iron ore producers, they've got something to look forward to as well. Uh, $3.24, the iron ore price was up overnight per tonne or 2.6%. So 
in terms of the futures uh, pointing to, to a gain of our market of over 1% at the start of trade. We've got a fair bit of economic data to come through. We've got quarterly retail trade uh, coming through, new car sales figures, and the Judo Bank Services Purchasing Managers Index. Indeed. And we have got uh, AGMs being held uh, by Coles down at EDI, Qantas, and Zip. And in addition to that, we'll have uh, some earnings updates from Block and Macquarie Group. Uh, Craig, anything in those uh, uh, economic figures today that is going to make a difference to perceptions? Watch the quarterly retail trade figures uh, so that we'll get uh, the contribution from retail spending for the economic growth numbers to be coming out yesterday in a few weeks' time. And finally, the Aussie dollar trading around 64.3 US cents, which has not vastly changed to where it was yesterday afternoon. Thank you all for your company this week. We can't wait to talk to you again next Monday. Have a great weekend. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067254399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.